Hello and welcome to Insights Edge from the Lagos Business School Management Hub. With our finger on the pulse of the business world, we're committed to bringing you insightful conversations with thought leaders, industry experts and visionaries who are at the forefront of their fields. I'm your host, Emma Matar, and I'll be your guide as we delve into the latest trends, timeless strategies and cutting-edge ideas to solve challenges prevalent in the African business landscape. Stay tuned. Welcome to Insights Edge, brought to you by the Lagos Business School Management Hub. Today on the show, we have Mr. Emmanuel Adedero, who is a trailblazer in the peculiar terrain of African marketing communications. He is recognized internationally with numerous awards and has over a decade of experience in brand management, marketing, communications, strategy and research to mention but a few. He serves as the business unit director at Media Reach OMD and is an alumnus of the Lagos Business School as well as a guest facilitator here. Mr. Emmanuel, thank you so much for making the show today. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you for making the time from your busy, busy schedule. Thank you. Awesome. So today we will be discussing a topic that is well within your area of expertise We'll be discussing and, you know, per- perusing the topic, navigating regional marketing disparities in Nigeria, strategies for success. Now, I already know you, so I know I've read your work, so I know that I've come to the right person for this topic. Um, like I mentioned, I read uh, Professor, Ozo, Professor Chenauzo's book, Africa's Goldmine, and I saw your contributions to the book in a particular chapter, and you were talking about Indomie. You said how in the North, Indomie is considered more a snack, and that reflects in their advertisements. And in the West, it's a meal meal, and so we have Mama Dugudu with yeah. her pots cooking for the whole neighborhood. So how can businesses effectively assess and understand the disparities and preferences that exist between Nigeria's various regions and states and tailor their marketing strategies accordingly? Okay, uh, very interesting question. Um, I would say the first thing really is to be willing to do the work, right? Because uh, it's easy for you to sit off in your office HQ, for example, say in Lagos, uh, where you come up with ideas and plans and, you know, you just go all, all out and... Um, implement a one-size-fits-all, but in reality, uh, it's not a one-size-fits-all in Nigeria. Mm. I like to say that Nigeria is a country of countries, you know, and broadly speaking, uh, while we have geopolitical zones or divides, uh, you can broadly split the Nigerian consumer market into two halves. So you have the northern and you have the southern, and the differences are quite interesting. You know, if um, you're not careful as a marketer, um, you definitely things can go wrong. So I give you a practical example. Um, when marketers are, you know, targeting, you want to look at the consumer shopper splits. Um, it might interest you to know that in the north, where I was born, by the way, mm. uh, you have typically the men do the shopping. Wow. You know, which is quite different from what obtains in the South, where it's the mother or the female figures that does the household shopping. So you, it, it's not uh, unusual for you to see a man going into the market to buy meat, you know, that the wife mm. would then eventually use to cook. So 
uh, nuances like this, right, uh, would only be gotten if you have your nose on the ground, you know, if you're right there with your consumers uh, to really understand how they live and then tailor your marketing strategy to attend to those uh, you know, nuances. That, that's very interesting. I think like you, this example you mentioned, it creates another world of possibilities for um, a brand understanding that, oh, a man, the man is yeah. who we're targeting yeah. in this particular instance. Hmm. So we've said, you've mentioned the North and the, the South. Yes. What are the do's and don'ts when creating marketing content that resonates with either regional audience while maintaining a unified brand image? While saying, okay, I'm one brand, but I have different expressions in different regions. Um, it would still piggyback on what I'd said earlier, right? Which is understanding the nuances. Um, if you were to run a regional campaign or a national campaign in Nigeria, um, gone are the days where you could just have a material and you know flog it all uh, true. You have to be sensitive to the cultural differences in these two clients. So your northern consumers are more more reserved, more conservative. Uh, I think conservative is more of the the right word, right? Why those in the South are a bit more liberal. So in communicating, you want to take into account those touch points. So in the North, religion, for example, plays a very strong role. Mm. And um, the family value, the family setting is also slightly different from what you would have obtained in the South. You know, uh, there's this communal, this sense of communal living that still obtains in the northern part of the country compared to what you have in the south where it's almost like every man for himself or you know and all of that so there's still that sense of family uh, bonding another key point to note is tone so i've often seen this where brands uh, you have an english material for example and you just dub it literally transcribing it into hausa and then you push it out into the market and um, it doesn't, it doesn't work because your average northerner can tell from your tone. You're speaking Hausa to me, but from your tone, I can tell, I can tell that you are material. a northerner or you're just an imposter, someone mm. that understands Hausa language and all of that. And this nuances, right, has to come out in your communication for you to feel authentic. Mm. You know, um, when it comes to brand loyalty as well, studies have shown that your Average northern consumer tend to be loyalists compared to or more loyal compared to their mm -hmm. southern counterparts mm -hmm. who want to explore and try other things and all of that. So it's more like saying once you get it right with your northern consumer, you can go to sleep. Mm -hmm. You know, they They're take you in. as, yeah, you know, their own brand and all. Whereas in the south, you have to continually, you know, keep trying to justify, <laughs> you know, uh, why they should keep exactly you are the brand for them and and all of that so these are you know considerations that marketers need to uh take on board um there was a study that was done uh i think in partnership with one of the media houses in the north some two years ago you know where we wanted to just understand uh, this northern southern you know dichotomy that uh, or dynamics that applies in nigeria and the the findings were quite uh, interesting you know take for example 
uh, in terms of media consumption, right? Uh, we found that from the data points that we use, uh, we track household consumption of media. Uh, radio tends to be the, you know, dominant and leading uh, channel or preferred channel for, you know, uh, uh, communication for the northerners. And it, it would appear that they don't consume much of TV, you know. So it means if I'm going to run a campaign, I want to do a lot more on radio than on television. And mm -hmm. in digging deep, we found consumption actually happens on TV, but it happens sometimes out of home. Mm -hmm. So you would have, exactly. So you would have a bunch of kids gather around, uh, maybe, a, you know, Baba's shop, for example, watching television uh, on TV. But the study method that we use to get the audience uh, media consumption data captures household consumption. So there's a mismatch. You know, the data will keep showing that I'm not sitting in the house to watch, but I'm consuming TV, you know, elsewhere. So those kinds of uh, um, nuances are very important, you know, to, to, to tell. Uh, to the point of, um, you know, language. Language is also a major thing. I, I gave an example earlier of how that the northerner can tell that, you know, you're an imposter. You know how someone speaks Yoruba to you, for example, and you can tell that yeah, this person is just... If an know. Igbo man speaks Yoruba, you can tell that you understand what he's saying, but, but you know that this is not... Feel authentic. You understand yeah. authentic. And authenticity is a big deal uh, for the, you know, northern uh, consumers. You mm. can get away with a few things in the south, but in the north, uh, they don't uh, pardon okay. as much. Uh, there was this example of a brand that we managed, a bleach brand, um, you know, back in the days where we had a concept, uh, a material where the mother-in-law comes to, the storyline was pretty much the mother-in-law comes to the house and she's checking, you know, to see in her son's house, which, you know, just, Stuff I'm sure you've seen the hypo, uh, let me just mention the brand name, is <laughs> the popular, you know, my wife, my wife, mm -hmm. any other wife is a counterfeit. Mm -hmm. And we ran that campaign for months, only to find out that it wasn't converting in the North. So what we had done was we had, uh, the brand had a, a, a Northern version where the cast was dressed in the Northern attire, mm -hmm. you know, the mother, but they spoke Hausa, interestingly, in the Hausa okay. version of the ad, but the communication was the same, you know. And at the end of the day, the woman also said in Hausa, oh, my wife, my wife, any other wife is a counterfeit. Now, that didn't go well in the North because mm. you know that they are polygamists uh, by nature. So there's generally widespread polygamy in the North compared to the South okay. where you have monogamy applied. So when your ad is telling my family, where I have four wives and 13 children, that's one of the wives, one wife, you know, any other wife is a counterfeit. How do you think the other three wives, wives feel. will feel? Or who is this one wife that they, you know, so things like that, we didn't realize it on time until we did a bit of a brand study. And then that insight came out and we had to, you know, uh, um, discontinue that material, took the necessary corrections and then deployed again. So nobody saw that insight or consumer insight has been a challenge until we, you know, try to engage. Why is this not converting? You know, and interestingly, we were able to find out early enough because we were constantly engaging and trying to test, you know, to get some of this. So it's, it's something you have to learn and, you know, 
Stay improve on, on as you move of, yeah. on because culture is wide and deep as they say so yeah but you just have to be as a brand or communications person be very conscious of you know those little little um uh nuances as i would say yeah incredible i was going to just delve into cultural um nuances but you've already covered that yeah. so in, we've spoken about the northern and southern disparities now let's talk about rural versus urban because there are rural areas in Nigeria, not necessarily in the north, but all over the country. Yeah. So what, in what ways can companies tailor their marketing for diverse marketing for both the urban and rural areas while maintaining one single unified vision? Uh, I think in the, I would say that, you know, for the rural urban conversation, first is the brand's willingness to do the work and that starts from distribution <laughs> that's one area of marketing that uh, not many brands can beat their chest you know that they've been able to achieve that level of penetration because before marketing promotions and all of that is done you want to make sure your product is, there, is gets accessible to them, right yeah. is accessible to these people and that's where it starts from there's no point advertising to me if i don't I have access to uh, you know your product so once that is clearly sorted out um what we have found is although your average nigerian consumers especially those in the you know lower socioeconomic class might not have sufficient means they interestingly don't allow that to limit their appetites so there's always this aspirational uh thing that you know is common with nigerians oh i don't have money today but ask a guy on the street um, if he the, his favorite car. He tells you, "I want a Bentley or I want a Rolls Royce," and mm-hmm. you know he you know he's miles, miles, miles away from getting it right. Yeah. But the fact that he has only a hundred naira in his pocket today would not limit him from being aspirational. Yeah. And that's one thing that you know makes us as Nigerians uh, tick. So what the brand needs to do is to try and strike that balance between aspirational communication. And because, okay, maybe I wouldn't, there's not much time, right? But we've found that when you key into the aspirational yearnings of your consumers, right? You still get to win with those in the rural areas. Because what happens Mm. is those in the rural areas look up to the urban areas as trendsetters. Mm. So I might be in a suburb in Kaduna, but I'm able to tell what's going on in Lagos. And because I know this is the in thing in Lagos, I also want to replicate the same thing here in Kaduna. So don't give me um, what you think. I can. You understand? It's suitable for my level. Give me what obtains. Give me the main thing. I want to, I don't want to be limited by my location. And soon enough, you know, when the guy is able, maybe when he's done with school or whatever, he wants to move Jackpot to Lagos, <laughs> where everything is happening. The reason why that you know desire is always there is because they are constantly following, and yeah. uh, your major urban areas act as those trend nerve centers where yeah. those uh, um, trends are being determined, and then others sort of follow suit. So I wouldn't say uh, to have a distinct strategy for the um, you know the rural versus yeah. urban. What you want to do with rural is ensure your product is there mm-hmm. and then look at maybe your pricing okay. as well to um, be 
uh, available for them at the level that they can contain. That's why sanitization in Nigeria is such a big That's hit because, so yeah. yeah, I might not be able to afford the main thing, but if I can have a taste or a piece of that luxury in a pocket-friendly SKU, then I want to taste or be a part of that as well. So I think that's uh, what I would say on um, how you can navigate those differences as well. Amazing stuff. Thank you so, so much. I have learned quite a lot. It's clear that this is your area of expertise. <laughs> that has been today's show on Insights Edge, brought to you by the Lagos Business School Management Hub. Thank you so much for tuning in. Goodbye. That's all for this episode of Insight Edge by the Lagos Business School Management Hub. We're grateful to our distinguished guests and experts who shared their wisdom with us today. Their perspectives help us navigate the complex landscape of business in Africa, and we're honored to have them as a part of the Insight Edge community. Until next time, keep seeking, keep learning, and keep pushing the boundaries of what's possible.